welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you instantly change your mood. I'll also be interviewing Kathleen Riley, who has the unique ability to teach men experiencing midlife transition, how to maximize your impact and become their authentic self. For more information about Kathleen, please visit KathleenRiley.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturday at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio, as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology, or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. How to instantly change your mood. We've all woken up on the wrong side of the bed and it feels like we struggle for the rest of the day. In previous episodes, I've talked with you about creating two different scales to give you more insight into what's happening inside of you. The two scales look like this. On a scale of one to 10, 10 is the best you feel and one is the worst you feel. You rate your emotional well-being and your physical body. So if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, it's really more of your emotions that are gonna be lower. So if you did that internal scale, probably be about a three or four, but your physical body would probably be about an eight or nine. You're probably fine. So if you decide to stay in bed all day, unfortunately, your emotions have dictated what your physical body can do. Fast forward to around noon at work. You do these scales again and realize that you're, once again, your emotional rating is low. And you think, well, what happened? Why was it so low? And then you recall the argument you had with your coworker or the argument you had with your spouse. And you realize that you've carried that anger and that frustration into the present moment. Once you have this awareness, Then you ask yourself, well, what am I going to do if this happened earlier in the day and I'm still feeling this way and I don't want to, how do I change this? Did you know, on average, it takes about six healthy experiences to cancel out one negative experience? So subconsciously, if you're ruminating on what happened earlier, you've created this whole foundation of why you're frustrated right now. The reason why it takes about six positive things to counteract one negative thing, because the negative thing we think about a lot. We think about what the person said. We think about how they were standing. We think about the location. We process every detail of it and it becomes visceral in our mind. And because of that, that is why unpleasant memories are so strong in our life. Now think of a funny memory. 
The reason why that doesn't stick out to you as much is because when a situation like that happens, you enjoy it and then you move on. You don't process it or think about it the way you would think about an unhealthy experience. You just sit with the emotion and you enjoy it. So the way to counteract an unhealthy experience is when you think of a positive or healthier memory, you have to process it the way you'd process a negative memory. And that would entail you thinking of the tone in which somebody said something. You think about how they said it. You think about why they said it. You think about what your response was. You think about where the location was. The more detail you give to it in your mind's eye, in other words, you use your internal five senses to really experience it, you'll find that your mood instantly changes. And that's a really good trick to practice of how to counteract a negative emotion in the moment is by focusing on it the same way you would a negative emotion. The more often you do that, the more successful you'll be to easily counteract your unhappy mood. You're going to hear a fantastic interview with Kathleen Riley, who really helps men who are struggling with midlife, how to rewire their brain so they can live in this continual state of contentment. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. My guest today is Kathleen Riley, who has a unique ability to teach men experiencing midlife transition, how to maximize their impact and become their authentic self. Welcome to my show, Kathleen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I am as well. Now, I saw that you used to work in Washington, D.C., Yes, yes, I did. Uh, so I was in economic policy research. Uh-huh. Um, that was originally my my major in undergrad was econ and finance, and and so then um, I I went to go work in D.C. right after college, or maybe six months after. Um, and um, and it was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, mean, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually from D.C. So I just moved down to Florida oh, not too really? long ago. Yeah. So when I saw that in your background, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I know exactly where, where she's talking about what she's done. But yeah. but you're but it's interesting though to hear about your your major in economics versus what you do now. I mean, they just seem completely different. How did you yeah. realize that what you went to school for wasn't necessarily what you wanted to do? So I, I was in, I loved what I was studying, uh-huh. right? It's, it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> economics is super fascinating <laughs> and so are financial markets. Uh-huh. And I loved reading about it and studying it, but obviously, you know, being subsidized to sit around and read books and yeah. theorize is completely different from, you know, applying it sure. <laughs> to <laughs> real world life, right? That's funny. Um, so when I got out into the real world, um, I found my work was not stimulating at all. Mm-hmm. It was super monotonous. Just, I, I mean, it, it was like, you know, shifting from all this intellectual stimulation and, and inquiry and all of that over to an incredibly mind-numbingly boring yes. position. Yeah. Um, so, and, 
it was not there wasn't a creative aspect about it um it's it's just it was just extremely monotonous and and understimulating and so from there how did you say you know what i need something different i i <laughs> i'm going out of my mind yeah. with boredom what did you do so so if you want me to address a little bit the transition from there into what i do now in college and and during my time in dc I had um, very severe anxiety and panic, mm. and so, um, and so that was that when when I kind of got on the path right around the time of being in DC to really heal that. That's when I really got into neuroplasticity, which is rewiring certain emotional uh, behavioral patterns in the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Through repeating the same optimal um, you know, emotional experience over and over and over again. And, and by that, I mean, you know, peacefulness, mm-hmm. calm, safety, right. And those are experiences that are completely antithetical to, you know, a, a highly stressed out and, and anxious and, person. Sure. And yeah, nervous system. Right. And so through that work, I mean, it was, it was really amazing and I loved it. And, and then after that, I got involved in some health coaching and, and then from there I thought, oh my gosh, I, I really need to start working with people who also struggle with anxiety. Mm. And that's one of the great things is because when we teach what we also need to learn as well, it really mm-hmm. solidifies for one, what we're teaching, but it also helps us understand it so much more on a visceral level. So we can, mm. we become what we teach. Exactly, exactly. And it's so much more potent mm-hmm. when, when, when that, when you, you really had that, that exact experience yourself. And so then, um, so he's working with people who struggle with severe anxiety and, and designed a really, really effective eight week program, um, to rewire chronic, chronic anxiety and panic. And, and then as I moved into that work, I began to work more and more with men, uh, going through midlife transition. And I, I had, I had realized early on before I started my kind of entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. that I, I knew it's crazy. Cause when you talk to entrepreneurs, they always say, well, I had this general feeling, but I didn't know how it was going to manifest. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So I had this real calling to work with men in, in mindset transformation and mindset shift. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't really know how it was going to manifest. And so then later, as I started working with more and more male clients in the anxiety niche, then I, it was, I found it extremely fulfilling. They were amazing clients. And then I, I really redirected and focused on midlife transition oriented, um, Mm -hmm. obstacles in the mindset. So, well, let's first talk about the midlife, um, male midlife transition. Give us an an idea of what that looks like. Some of my listeners may not understand what that is. Right. So, so, um, essentially it's, you know, it, it's, it's not the most delightful time, right? And, and so what, what's happening is, first of all, people can, there are, there are three types of, of sort of umbrella challenges 
One is difficulty with health. Mm -hmm. Two is difficulty with relationship. Three, you know, marriage, et cetera. Um, three is difficulty with career. And, and the, the, often the clients that I work with, their, their primary challenges are, um, disillusionment, mm -hmm. right. With, with day to day life, they, they often feel like they're in a, in a very robotic sort of monotonous, um, uh, daily routine. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then, and then also what, what's really, what I integrate a lot into my work as well is there's a, a distinct disconnect from their childlike self. Mm. Right. And, and those critical childlike experiences, you know, for example, excitement, right? Joy, uh, fulfillment, sure. curiosity. Well, it would make sense if they're, if they feel like they're living a life of monotony or mediocrity mm -hmm. and robotic um, activities. Well, yeah, well, that's not exciting. That's not joy filled at all. No, <laughs> so of course they no, would be experiencing it. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. And there's a kind of trading off which is which is something I began to notice and and also what you know propelled me into to my work. There's a kind of trading off um, for for men between you know that sort of 20s mm -hmm. period of life into shouldering you know the responsibilities and 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 some burdens of adulthood, right? And 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 there are unique there are unique burdens that I feel like men have to bear. Um, and and so there's there's definitely a trade off of those childlike qualities. Not for, not for everyone. Sure. Um, there's a spectrum, but, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and then um, and then there will be you know there will be some other challenges like chronic stress, um, a cluttered mindset. Right. Where do I go now? I've mm -hmm. got all these thoughts and ideas about where I should go for, you know, what I should do for the next chapter of my life, and, and I'm kind of spinning, and and so they need clarity on that. Well, how would that manifest, or how would it how would it make sense? So let's say people are experiencing this monotony, they're experiencing all these thoughts. How would how does that look to the world? So let's say someone's experiencing that and I'm watching them. What does that look like? It's, it's a decline in fulfillment. Okay. It's a decline in meaning and purpose to, to your work, right? Um, to your personal life. Sometimes it can be one or the other. Sometimes it's both, but generally it's one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a lack of drive, right? You know, because it, if if nothing is fulfilling and exciting and, and curious and and you don't have that next goal and and the drive to get there, that's going to show, right? Certainly, it's going to show in mild forms of depression. Yeah, I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. Probably mm -hmm. some irritability and frustration. Um, mm -hmm. Probably a little bit more quick to express anger or frustration. Um, mm -hmm. That's how I would see it from a, from a psychological standpoint. Um, mm -hmm. and also exactly. probably with exactly. isolation. Yes. Yeah, I can definitely, can definitely can see how that would Oh manifest. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, um, I started working with a, a new client a few, was it like a week ago, two weeks ago. And he particularly comes to mind because he was struggling with a lot of irritability, a lot of negativity, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of cycling negative thoughts that just bury you. They just, they don't, that's a little extreme, but they sure. dampen and they dampen and they dampen. Um, and, and so, yeah, so there's irritability, negativity, mild depression, um, just, you know, um, 
and, and a lot of anger. Sure. I mean, there was a lot of sort of anger yeah. coming out in his relationship at home. And, and so, yeah. You yeah. know, I would even hearing this, uh, and I'm going to stereotype here. So anyone listening, please understand this is a very broad stereotype. But I would assume that most people who have, uh, most people in midlife, um, their physical health is probably not where it could be. Once again, this is a total stereotype. Because if they're working so much, if they've invested so much, then their thought life is going to manifest in their physical comportment or their physical presentation. So I'm assuming then if people are experiencing this midlife transition, this irritability, this frustration, whatever it might be, that that's probably going to show up in maybe not being as physically active, maybe being a little overweight. Once again, this is a huge mm-hmm. stereotype. But the reason why I say that is because if, if there are other areas in our life that we don't necessarily feel fulfilled, then that becomes the overarching aspect of I'm not fulfilled in my career. I'm not fulfilled in my mm-hmm. health. I'm not fulfilled in my, my relationships. And so it seems like it would be a broad spectrum um, or umbrella type of transition, which is a negative transition or unhealthy transition, which would permeate all areas of one's life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's, you know, there, there are three different types and usually, you know, one person suffers most in one particular category, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, yeah. The, the physical, um, giving up, you know, your, 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 um, physically being in shape mm-hmm. and, you know, having high, high level of energy and, and feeling confident about yourself physically and, and as an attractive individual, um, that that can definitely go by the wayside as you as you begin accumulating more and more responsibility and then and some people can take on a lot of responsibility at home and at work and not get stressed out some people can't mm-hmm. so if there is that stress factor obviously that you know in, intensifies weight gain and sure of course um, usually affects sleep which mm-hmm. even further intensifies weight gain yeah, anyway so yeah. so yeah and then and then yeah and then you have that low self-esteem around your physique as well well, but, um, but the, the important thing in, in either of those three categories, the important thing is addressing the mindset and the underlying, um, um, obstacles that are, that are kind of, you know, perpetuating that cycle. In psychology, what we teach is whatever we perceive to be true determines what we feel. Our feelings determine what our body responds. And so you're really addressing the cognitions or the thoughts or the, the hard wire of cause and effect with people. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. Tell us more about the eight-week program that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's it's um, it's my my entire eight-week program is based on three audio practices each day, right? Mm-hmm. That that you will do each day. And and first, I mean, to kind of run through the steps of developing it. First, you know, we'll we do like a Q and A, informative chat. I get to know you, you get to know me, I figure out if you're a good fit. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, then we do like, um, I call it just a deep dive strategy call. So I, I get into the real nitty gritties. And what I do is I, I really figure out, you know, what are your goals? What, what, what are the biggest shifts that you want to see? And mm-hmm. then I get all the necessary information to then develop and design that eight week program. And, and on average, there's a 20 minute morning audio practice. There's a 20 minute evening one and a 10 minute afternoon one. Um, and I've worked with, you know, CEOs, people who are in extremely demanding, you know, careers. And, and this seems to be a sweet spot in terms of time demand, but essentially what you're doing is your, you know, if, if, 
if stress is a big issue for you, then we're going to focus on developing a peaceful mindset, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and perhaps and, and usually there will be a couple more you know obstacles that you want to rewire as well. But you know, for all intents and purposes, I'll use the example of stress. So what we're going to do is we are going to find a period in your life. Maybe it was a memory from when you were really young or in your twenties or thirties, or, or maybe even just a couple months ago where you felt that intense, deep and powerful experience of peacefulness. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, cause most everyone has one memory sure. in their life when they felt deeply peaceful. And, and so, what what we do as human beings is we have these experiences in in our lives that are actually like pieces of gold in terms of rewiring our yes, experience in the world and so what we can do is i can um, walk you through bringing that memory up diving deep into the actual feeling of peacefulness mm-hmm. The visceral Intense, response, yes. The, exactly. The vis- and, 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 and my God, it does such an amazing <laughs> job retraining yeah. the brain when you yeah. just focus on the feeling and not the words. I mean, the words take you there, but what you want to do is just entrench yourself in, in an ocean of this feeling of peacefulness. And, and so you want to make it very intense and expand it and make it a full body and, and mind experience. And doing that, um, you know, those three times each day, it is, it's profound because as the brain continues to develop new neurons, right, little baby neurons that can be formed and customized to support a certain mindset over that, this, this process takes six to eight weeks. And over that period of time, the brain is developing new neural pathways to support that feeling of peacefulness, right? And so by the time we're finished working together, you know, we'll, we'll have developed that long-term mindset of peacefulness. Um, maybe confidence is another thing you wanted to work on self-confidence. Um, and, and then, you know, maybe excitement, right. Um, and, and so, so as you, as you build and you build and you build much like a roadway that you use over and over again, you know, like learning a new instrument or, or a language, um, you, you deepen and, and create those, those, those pathways, um, and you create that experience, that feeling of peacefulness on an automatic, uh, basis every day. I love it from a neurological standpoint. So my listeners here in this right now, I want to piggyback off of what Kathleen's saying from a neuropsychology standpoint, what we're actually doing and what she's doing is when you create, when you return to a previous memory state, when you sit with that emotion, just like I said earlier, your thoughts determine your feelings, your feelings determine your body experience. So when we sit with that emotion, you generate a feeling of peace or happiness or excitement. What you're doing is you're then creating certain neurochemicals and those neurochemicals then allow for that neuroplasticity to happen because they're firing off more and more. So when you sit with, let's say a certain memory, it creates more dopamine, it creates more serotonin, mm-hmm. it creates more oxytocin. There are certain neurotransmitters that happen 
And so when you sit with that, it actually wants, it allows you to enjoy even more, which gives you more endurance to enjoy that emotion a little bit more, a little bit more, Mm -hmm. a little bit more. And pretty soon it's easier for you to recall that emotion because you've been able to sit with it so long. And the byproduct of of feeling that allows you to have the reward of having all those feel good chemicals course through your body. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's wonderful that your clients are able to experience it. And from what I've read, you've had some pretty good success. Yes. Yes. Actually, I do. um, I have, um, I brought one short client testimonial um, and and I can read that if you'd like to hear it. It's um, so, quote, Kathleen's program is hard to put into words because an all-around transformation is hard to describe. Mm. I can start by saying that I have retrained my thoughts and created a childlike mindset. I'm worry-free and much happier, and I am reliving that experience as a child when I used to ride bikes and felt that sense of safety, freedom, joy, and aliveness. When I used to feel uh, life acutely, in, in most ways, this is a happiness program in the way that I was once happy, like a child is happy. And that an end quote, and he's, yeah, he's, he's CEO 60. I think he's 60 now. That's amazing, Kathleen. Congratulations. I'm sure that feels good for you as well. <laughs> I, I mean, you get, you get the, I, <laughs> I know I can it's tell awesome. that is amazing. I would, yeah. Yeah, I, I would trade this any day. I would, yeah. I would trade in uh, uh, economic policy research <laughs> any day. <for> this. <laughs> that is just terrible. I would do that as well. Well, Kathleen Riley, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the amazing things you're doing, work with you, where would they find this information online? So um, I'll give two pieces of info. One is you can find a bunch of free trainings and content at m.me forward slash m number four m coach c-o-a-c-h and then uh and then also you can find my website which is kathleen k-a-t-h-l-e-e-n-r-e-i-l-y dot com awesome well kathleen thank you once again for being a fantastic guest message today i really enjoyed this talk thank you thank you i also want to thank you my listener for tuning in today please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.